0: Welcome to Tour What are we called? Social Business Podcast. We do a preview show for the upcoming Tour de France. Um, three people that don't know a lot about it, pretending that they do. Enjoy. You're writing you're it. You you it. What I hope. You
1: do it. I should know a lot about it. <laughs> let's, let's just run the intro and wing it like we always do and see what comes out of it. Let's
2: get ready
1: to rumble! <laughs>
2: front kick just getting bored and shit. my radar's going pretty hard at the moment I think. Just... Will you shut, shut up, up man.
0: man that
2: escalated quickly oh, we're gonna to need to get some more qualified guests on this shall we
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> righto boys we're back i'm gonna kick the show off this week with just a little bit of admin because admin is not our strong point we've never prepared for these episodes i'm, I'm under prepared again this is a tour de France preview i haven't even looked at the stages but that way we'll get at least get a genuine um, perspective when we do look at them. Yeah, uh, really but another, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but another Fuck, fucking got up there. Holy <laughs> three weeks this year. <laughs>
1: three weeks. Three it's rest, rest days. Are, since when have they been starting <laughs> Denmark? Other was the daughter France.
2: <laughs> another important piece of admin is this man's is Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Oh well, yeah, we don't being, do this for free, that's for sure. No avid supporters of the show you know and it's the weed whacker 4.0 has always been our our little golden nugget that we've been trying to force down people's pants but this now you can always you can now get the manscaped performance package 4.0 which is not just the lawnmower 4.0 but it's the weed whacker it's the air trimmer or the bumhole trimmer whatever you want to do <laughs> The nose trimmer, the, the crop provisor, the ball deodorant, the crop reviver toner, the performance boxer brief, the, the, the what travel what? bag, the crop reviver, which I assumed you know. not. Oh, at, your not the okay. crop reviver. I guess no the, the crop. crops. Well, not, or is the crops the, the hair follicles? It must be the hair follicles. I don't know. Whatever it is, you put it where you want. You can put it on anything. Yeah, do you like You yeah. put and it the on. Alfalfa it. blaster? And even, a judgment, <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone here, eh? That's Right, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, And Manscaped aren't judging you. Manscaped aren't judging no. what you do with it. Have oh, we got, got the discounts
1: back, be. bills? Are they back? Bloody I've had heaps of back. people. Saying, when are we? when can I get it? They've, they've run out S- of their crop reviver. They want more.
2: SDP20. 20. SDP20, 20, 20% off, free shipping worldwide. Go to manscape.com. Get your performance package 4.0. That's dangerously close to the, an STD being
0: a sexually transmitted disease. I don't think mm. we really thought this yeah, one not don't get no,
2: that don't
0: right Wait, what, what SDP. is the code oh sdp20 SDP. yeah okay
2: well
0: don't mix it S- up S- no nah. yeah don't anyway, SDP. A, SDP. probably a promotional code though that they're running on a different podcast that has a sexually transmitted disease focus clean up your downstairs operation so it might work you might get a bigger discount try that code might get 50 off <laughs> yeah
2: see what happens sdp20 <laughs> oh. guys Manscaped.com. So Tour de France. Fuck, she's all hit the fan at Swiss. should has have the fan. Someone went positive yeah, for COVID to... again. Fucking what a, what a time to be alive, eh? Oh, yeah. Mm. There's what always... A it, no, but
1: it feels like it doesn't matter what edition of the tour, there's always the lead-up drama, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you hear these stories over the years. Like, Whitey had a couple of crackers. Like, when he was... Riding for, I think it was US Postal. He thought he was in the team and then got the arse
0: literally. But this was, is a crazy story. Didn't, you told me after the show last week, you're telling me about his, his parents, something. There was, there was a whole. Parents thing. flew over, yeah. And it was the first
1: tour to France he was ever going to do. And then he had his bags packed. He was literally going out to the car to go to the race and got a call from Bernil. He said, Sorry, mate, you're not in the team. He's like, What? He goes, My family on the flight. is Yeah, sorry, mate. You just went to Ibiza. For like a week. <laughs> just go to his family. Just go his family, I think. Yeah, and what
0: then um yeah. then That's you, got you to have s- to do that, way. Eh? you, couldn't, yeah, but you then- couldn't suffer through your parents' company if you, you 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 know you've just been told you've built up for this tour, your family and everything, and you've just been told oh. I couldn't be my It'd parents. Be too my grim. Home, like, It'd be too grim being around yeah. your
1: parents after that. Because <laughs> then you'd you would you would be all right for the first couple of days because they'd be but then your dad'd have a few too many scotchies. It'd be like two in the morning, you get that stink high where we go, pretty shit form, waiting for us to get over here, and he'd have a sip, you'd be like, ah, it wasn't my fault, and would blow up. Mm. Let's go to Ibiza, it get a real, real.
0: It a real look behind the curtain of Jonesy's life. Yeah.
2: Getting, the, getting the folks over now is even a bigger risk than it used to be, like a, a, a Grand mm. Tour is a lot, It's a long race, there's a lot of shit that can go wrong between, in this, this year's case, between... Fucking like in Copenhagen and Paris, you know? So you get the mm. folks over from New Zealand or Aussie, you're like, you're kind of saying like, you're also coming for a holiday just in case you crash out and break a collarbone yeah. or, you know, my you don't know, make it to Paris. But now you've also got like,
0: come the... now. And she's coming to a wedding, right? And she's, she's got a bit, one of her best mates weddings and she was going to come to Copenhagen for the start. And the admin involved, it didn't work out. And we were just like, you know, it was just so hard to make it happen. Right. But the other thing is what I realized is, she can come see, She can come over. I won't see her. She won't, I won't be loud. Yeah. You can't see your family anymore. It used to be like you bring your parents on the team bus. Now it's yeah. like, yeah, stay that side of the tape and you know, don't look anyone in the eyes. It's kind of that kind of vibe now. So it's also not an enjoyable thing. And I also feel like it's quite stressful. I remember my parents came to the Giro 2013, the only bike race I've ever seen in Europe because I think it was one of the early ones. And I think after that, they went, you know what? Coming to Europe the bike press. this is not an enjoyable experience. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: nah. because you only you get saying? like what a minute, two minutes max before mm. the start, and it's always you'd you'd be stressed anyway. So yeah, you're not good value. So no. piss it off.
2: No, exactly. But yeah, you're right, Anyway, here we are. A lot of drama, um, but like, just you read that body story? Just could, yeah, just but yeah, but the Whitey on.
1: one. The, the, then the next year, he rides for Cofidis and gets a start. So he's all up and about. His first ever tour. They're on the bikes training before the race, and he hits one of those television cables with a mm, speed man. bump and does his. his oh, the Samuel
0: Special, yeah. There.
1: No. So he's out. So he doesn't get to debut that year. And then he ended up riding in two thousand five and and got to the start line, didn't have any dramas, and finished
0: it. But
1: imagine that two years oh. in a row heartbreak
0: it's a a story um Nathan Delberg told me the story he was a, he's a New Zealand writer one of our best ever riders he wrote 7-11 and he was staying in a living in Belgium I think he's actually staying with Dirk you know who helps the New Zealand national team and um it was a day before the tour two days before the tour and he was in Belgium the tour was starting in northern France and He was just at like this house and and the phone rang and it's like he was living with another pro. I can't remember who the other pro was. I'm probably butchering the story, but anyway. So the other pro they ring up here, yeah, I'll just make it up. And they go, Oh, is such and such there? And Nathan's answering the phone, he's going, Nah, he's just he's just gone out for a six hour ride. And they're like, Fuck. Okay. Well, one of the boys has just crashed, done a collarbone or something, you know we need someone here in the next five hours. Cause the race starts tomorrow or whatever. How quickly can you get here? And he's like, mate, I'll be there in half an hour. Packs his bag, you know what I mean? Like packs bag jumps on the train. So this poor bloke that they were ringing the house for had gone out on a long training ride and they're just going like, oh, can you get there? And he said, like, yeah, I'll get there. And that's how we started his first tour.
1: <laughs> well, the same that's thing fun. happened with the bus driver at Green Edge Bills, remember, or Tussle. And he was riding with Stevo's team, Bonesta or whatever. With injury, And
2: safe. he got a late...
1: On no, it was on, on, on <clears throat> Well, he, he got a late call-up and same thing, time crash or whatever, and he was out of form. And they started with a team time trial and he got piped in the first stage and missed the time cut. So he did like half a stage. But the rules back then was whoever started the tour got in the chop-up for the prize money. And they won the Mountain shows heaps of stages, and he got I think sixty 000 euro or whatever, set up a shop, set up his family, changed his life. <laughs> he got what, you in know the what? first stage.
2: Greenage Greenage also had this story. Remember, it was like it was it in 2012 or 2013 when like I, I can't remember exactly what happened, but we lost was the like, yellow jersey yeah. With MP nah, zero. it was 14.
1: Christian Meyer. Oh, is this who yeah, you talking when,
2: about? Yeah, when Bling crashed mm. and um, and training and smash his hands up and we lost like two or three people for mm. like they went from bling to such and such who then had an accident and couldn't come then they went from that person to another person and he got sick mm. and he couldn't come and the last minute they're like we've like literally been through 15 bike riders and we can't get a fucking eighth starter for tour de france and the next yeah. on the line was christian meyer and they called him and he was in las vegas on a holiday and he got on a plane yeah. from las vegas and flew to fucking france and raced tour de france yeah no. and finished yeah and finished rode well yeah,
1: man, yeah, it's awesome, mate. So, eh? so there's always yeah. a cracking story leading in the tour. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, Palo's been decimated with COVID, and yeah, I feel this like this year, but
0: there's less of a magical vibe around it, right? It's more just like the Russian roulette table, like it is is spinning pretty hard, and you just don't want your number to come up because what what was it? We 40, 40 out of Swiss. I don't know how many how many of them were COVID, but let's say I think there was at least 25 cases and contacts and whatever we, we haven't even seen the fallout from swiss yet you know we only know the guys that went positive during swiss and those guys are probably okay you know like two weeks out mm. they'll probably have enough time to be positive um then recover maybe do some training start the tour but the problem is the guys that didn't go pause in swiss that are maybe going to be like you know this week one week out start coming up positive then then time's up for those guys. I think yeah. if you were positive in Swiss, you'll probably be okay. I mean, I don't know. I don't know from a medical point of view, but I've, I've never you'd had think,
2: it. You'd think so, eh? You'd think that, like, <clears throat> let's use Adam Yates as an example, who went positive right at the start of Tour de Swiss, or Sip Kuss or Rowan Dennis. They went positive right at the start, first couple of days. So that's already a week ago, and we're still mm. two weeks out from the start now. Um, by the time not, this basically. comes out, we're a week out, by the way. But yeah. Yeah, true. By the time this comes out, it's a week out. But like you'd think, you'd think that if if they had a a minor bout of COVID, you know, minimal yeah. symptoms or no symptoms, um, that you'd be okay by the tour. But it, I guess it all depends on what team protocols are. I know that like we have, you know, we have protocols that you can't race until you've had a heart heart test and you've been cleared through like you know certain medical tests. Um, but in saying that, like I had when I had COVID at the start of the year. I did all those tests. I, I took my like straight away. Like, okay, I've got COVID. I had minor symptoms for twenty four hours, but I took like four days off the bike, or you know, maybe five days off the bike, or whatever. Not ideal when you're preparing for the Tour de France, sure. um But then I was a rider. Did my heart tests, which were all clear. I did my, you know, all the testing that was required. And I started the UAE Tour three weeks after I had the positive um, test. So, like, I think if surely if the team protocols are all ticked off. I mean, obviously, there's a duty of care from the teams. They're not going to force somebody into the Tour de France without knowing that they're 100% healthy. So they'll tick all those boxes. But as long as those boxes have been ticked, then you'd assume that a lot of those guys from Tour de Swiss will still make the start line. The next question is, what, what condition are they in? Are they going to be in the same yeah. condition? Adam Yates missed Tour of Swiss. Maybe he needed that, you know? Um, but, yeah, it'd be interesting to see the fallout, Like you say, George, if someone if someone from Tour de Swiss now you know it goes positive today they got through the race and they and they they're positive today then then you're getting pretty pretty tight but fuck, let's hope let's hope eh? because we 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 want to see a good tour de France we mm, want to see you don't want to see you don't want to see
0: shit like it's such a shit way to be out it's not like you know I rolled the dice on a downhill on an all or nothing attack and you know went over the bars mm. and did a collarbone and you but, know like it's on like on that,
2: on that point, like we we you want to see a good Tour de France, you know, you want to see the best bike riders in the world going toe to toe if for as long as possible over that three week period, you know, like the, the the dream scenario for a spectator of the Tour de France is to see pogachar Roglic, Vingegaard, Yates, like and whoever the Geraint Thomas, like the the top guys. You want to see them all going into the final week within a minute or something, you know, like in oh, yeah, this yeah. year. Who's going to win it? It's fucking all on until the last stage. Just what you want to see with you Well, then they to the shouldn't have made the course like they did then. Exactly what I'm getting to. Why the fuck are you having a cobble stage in the Tour de France? A cobble stage, all this is what it does. A cobble stage brings this massive, massive hive of excitement and anticipation for one day. For one day. Mm. But it has the potential to make the rest of the race boring as batshit. If you lose, fucking... Roglic, like last year, like, okay, Pogacar was yeah. gonna win, probably would have won the Tour de France even if Roglic was there, but you still didn't have Roglic there. He crashed out. Like, the t- Tour de France, especially the first week, is dangerous enough as it is with the stresses. You bring a Tour de France, uh, a cobble stage into the Tour, man, you're going to lose GC, you are going to lose GC guys that day, whether it's from a crash or whether they lose eight minutes from a mechanical, all these things. And then are we going to be staring in the barrel of a boring third week because half the half the GC guys are out yeah. out of contention already after eight days. Like it's no I don't think it should be in there. Like well, I had to look to it this morning day.
0: and put together like in my head the five key stages of the tour. And normally you'd say like Hordacamp, Alp Duez, all these like epic mountain stages. And I'm looking at it going like fuck, stage two, that's probably key. There's a 18 kilometer bridge. Stage two, um, here we go. Stage two, mate. Five k to go from twenty five k to go to five k to go or something. There is a a bridge between two islands, just fully across the water, right. full gas. So one of Mikkel, who's obviously from from Denmark, went and drove some recon for us the other day. Said it was full gas cross tailwind, full gas. So, so this one here, down here, the map. Yeah, that thing there, right there, if you're looking on YouTube. There. I'm core order something. Knee ball. No and ball. that there, I'll tell you right there, that's, that's, you know, you guys, like, suddenly there's guys like, you know, your Chavez, your your, your teams that have got, oh, maybe not so much EF because they're probably pretty focused around Esteban, but teams that are running split, split programs, you know, they've got a sprinter they need to be at the front. They can't look after a GC guy there. Mm. You know what I mean? And the, Unless he's a top-notch GC guy. But all you guys that are like in your top 10 kind of realm, this is where the, you lose all those guys because they everyone's focused on the sprinters. Everyone's focused
2: on this and that. The road's only five teams wide. Someone's mm. getting out the ass. So you lose guys. Wing, where... but I, don't have, I don't really have a problem with crosswind stages because you, you, you can't control the weather. So you can't no. – and you can't control the fact that, like, you can't go, okay, let's find every single road in France that goes through a forest so that if there's any wind, the guys are protected. You can't control the No, no I like crossing. Like, like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like,
0: that's one of the perils. Like, the, yeah. out of the five key stages I'm getting at is that only two of the ones I thought of were mountain stages. The other three were all, like, transition stages. Stage five on the cop stage two on the wind, stage, I think, six in the Ardennes or something like this. Like, all these stages, and they're not your typical like, because like on hortecam, okay, that is one of the key stages. But like, everyone's so pinned. Like, you know, someone drops, and maybe they crack and they lose like thirty seconds. On the cobbles, someone punctures, double punk double puncture, goes over the handlebars, they lose twelve minutes.
2: Like, and yeah, and the, the thing with the mountain stages, cam or any mountain stage out it's like. <clears throat> Typically, okay, with the exception of some some incidents in the past, but typically, you win those. The Tour de France is won and lost in those stages by how good you are physically, and how good your tactics are as a team, and that's what cycling's about. That's what the Tour de France is about. Like, what I, when I was young and I was watching the Tour de France and I was watching Lance and these guys go toe to toe. What excited me was watching them go toe to toe on Alpe d'Huez, you know, and yeah. like that was what that was what the Tour de France was for me. And like as much as I love the classics and the cobble races like you know I love watching Roubaix or doing Roubaix or watching Flanders or doing Flanders I love all that stuff but that's that, that's them that's the, that's the classics is the classics the so Tour de France is about the best bike rider across you know time trying fast and climbing fast and having a but good you team can argue, and- you can
0: also argue it's also about the best bike rider so whoever can also ride cobbles but I yeah, feel but, like it's a Yeah, exactly. But you thing. can't
2: control if your fucking tire blows up, or your wheel breaks, or your chain snaps, or yeah. some dude drops it in front of you and you crash and break your collarbone. You know, like, mm. like what if if, on your if, theory... if all goes well? If all goes well, let's say there's let's take out let's take out any possible crash or any possible mechanical on the cobble stages. I do believe that the GC guys, Roglic, Pagetars, and stuff, will be in the front on those stages because they are the best bike riders. You know, okay, maybe they'll lose some time to fucking Mads Pedersen or something who wins the stage. Yeah, but he's not going to climb well. But in general, they're going to be across the three weeks. Physically, they're going to be the best bike riders in that bunch.
1: What, what if it but was a sta- stage? Stage twenty cobbles, the
0: penultimate day. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would actually be great. <laughs> they yeah. yeah. so should do that.
2: Just I before do that Perry, for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. you know what they should do? <laughs> That's and it. Harry. is it Perry Roubaix? And we just start in Rubate and yeah. we just finish on the shops So like we're getting into the shops we're just coming and guys just got like cobbler. his skin here. off
1: and he's just like <laughs> giving it the fist pump. It's and blood then it'll be like shit that. everywhere. Yeah, awesome.
2: And it'd be good just to have it reverse as well, because you'd be like, oh yeah, the first the first hundred K is pretty gnarly with with um 25 cobble sections, but there's a hundred K of flat to come back after. Yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: Imagine <laughs> trying to pour your champagne over the cobbles, like if it was the like the last day. Just have a roll <laughs> into in.
0: Arenberg. Just try yeah. to do the team photo five across team photo no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd
2: be perfect. And you'd be coming into Arenberg from the other way, so you just come into it. It's just downhill, a downhill <laughs> cobble section from the hole.
1: 80k That'd be awesome.
2: Yeah. I think they're going to steal they that? that.
1: They should. Mm. But I tell you that um Garen Thomas is looking good. I reckon he's a big mm. smoky.
0: Mm. Well, it's hard smoky. to call him a real smoky though, because he's won the Tour de France before, isn't it? So he's not really. Yeah, but underrated. in terms
1: of no one talking about him, oh, well, they are now. Yeah, but yeah. under the radar, yeah.
2: current favourites.
0: Yeah, yeah. I tell I you, here's he... my
2: top five. Here's my
0: yeah. my top five picks: um, Poggy, Primoz, Jonas, Vlazov and then for spot number five, it's close between Adam and Garin. Maybe Garrett. Garrett because Adam's just had COVID. Well, I reckon Garrett
1: because he's got the new – I saw the photo today, the new time trial bike.
2: Okay. I was thinking about that.
0: Is that that a distraction as in like, you know, when you go to a training camp on Sierra Nevada and they test all
2: the cars there and they take them that Yes, yes.
1: That's true. You can't see the actual slipstream. You can't
2: see the curves, right? The curves. You can't see the angles, yeah.
0: Or is that like a ritzy paint job? Because if you look nah, close, it's not just camo. It says stuff on there. Uh, that's it's like a you can't demo. take a
2: photo. You, you can't see it well enough. You take a photo of that, and you can't quite tell the angle. Is that it because they think it? that
0: they think that someone's going to be able to copy their bike in time for the tour?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. It doesn't doesn't <laughs> exactly.
1: It took them ten years to get a new one. I don't yeah. think someone's going to be able to flip it around in two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Get to, the Get to the lab. Hey, Get to the lab.
2: I got a question for you, George. As a um as a GC writer or a, you know, someone who's experienced writing been... GC or whatever. You know, someone who tried to write G C and never could. Um <laughs> <laughs> there's your sound, there's your sound bite for Instagram. Oh, no, like to finish 10th in a grand tour, <clears throat> normally It's like, like people ride GC and say, okay, I want to finish top 10 on GC. So their tactic is to try to, you know, race like the guy who's going to win the Tour de France, stay in the front, never go on breakaways, do all these things. But generally, typically, is like, let's say from like eighth to 12th place, is often a GC guy who's had a bad day and lost 10 minutes or something and and then then gone breakaways. And then given yeah. up and then gone and breakaways and climb the way so, back to 10th on gc so why not if you're writing 10th on gc go i'm just gonna stay within myself i'm not gonna go fucking balls to the wall every mountain stage Just take, okay, i give away a few yeah. minutes every climb and then just go fucking in breakaways the last week
0: do you know what though this is what's changed recently right this has really changed in the last few years and now in the gc there's act- like the general classification is only there's actually only about seven, eight guys really after after 10 days, there's seven or eight guys with massive who are really in the fight. And it didn't used to be like this, but you look at 10th place in the Giro this year, 26 minutes behind or 22, at least, you know, mid 20s, 20 minutes. And people talking about every second counts, this and that. 10th place used to be on seven, eight minutes, maybe. Mm. So 10th place sometimes is on three minutes in the tour. I remember in the tour one year, I was seventh, coming seventh, and when I got sick, and I had lost a minute one day, and it had catapulted me straight out yeah. the ass.
2: And this Probably was like after third or two fourth weeks. or something, eh?
0: I was coming second one year or third one year. This is like you say, a guy that tried to ride GC and never could. I was telling <laughs> the story about oh that year I was coming. That was a pretty like, rough I was the poor, course course. Ones. <laughs> And then and then I was telling the story, and someone was like oh, that was the year you were up there, but you dropped out in the crosswinds. I was like, no, that was another year. It was this year. And I was like, oh, start I was like, thinking about it. I was like, man, there's been like three times now I've been right up there and just disaster. So <laughs> this, you get so much of that disaster just happening. Boom, guys just catapulting out of the top 10. And then you get these guys like Guillaume martin mm-hmm. Do you know what he does? He just rides hard and then he loses like three minutes and people don't perceive him as a threat. Whereas like a guy like, let's say Bookman, who is perceived as a threat because he's a little bit better. So when Guillemar Martin goes in the breakaway, they go, oh yeah, he can have five minutes. He can have six minutes. He'll come back to fourth or fifth, but oh, there's still five mountain stages he'll drop. But he's actually pretty fucking good. So he doesn't drop. But then a guy like Bookman or, or a guy like, let's say me or whatever, that they'll never let me, They'll never let me give me five minutes and say, "Oh, he can come back into the GC," because you know they go, "Oh, let's just keep him out," you know. Yeah. So you need to be close, but if you're too close, it doesn't it doesn't work. So actually, you need to be the perfect amount of time behind and show a certain amount of weakness, and that really benefits you for these long range like leapfrog moves that bring you back into the GC in the last week. But like, I also feel like I rate not all GC rides are the same. So what I mean, I've got way more respect for a guy that's ridden, well, not respect. I've got one guy I put more value on a ride or a guy should be paid more or however you want to sort of quantify it. If a guy rides GC, you know, like from the pello, from the pello, every day, TT in the pillow, just getting dropped, whatever, and he's sixth versus a guy who's just lost like 15 minutes and then taken 20 minutes back. Do you remember the guy yeah. that won the tour in front of Landis, Oscar Pereira? They yeah. gave him 30 minutes or something one day in a breakaway. And then they were like, fuck, we can't get rid of this guy.
2: Yeah.
0: And he won mm-hmm. the Tour de to France. But no one yeah. ever saw him as a GC rider. Well, I think if
1: any rider listens to this show, they'll let you go up the road. <laughs> you could do whatever yeah, you want. has been. <laughs> Okay, that's the guy that tried to provide GC and couldn't Could've. let, him, let yeah. him go, give him 10. He's the <laughs> guy that ride. was third
0: on GC and went back for bottles in the crosswind, N- never came back. Oh, yeah,
2: that's right, that's what happened. eh? forgot about that. That was one year. That was what happened? Up. Do you not remember that? Yeah, let's not go down there. No, nah, I don't no. think I'm ready to talk
0: about that yet. Okay, it, nah. was, it was five years ago, not ready to talk about it yet. <laughs>
2: Yeah, uh, a up. But yeah, anyway, uh, it's interesting. It's interesting the different ways that you can finish in the top 10, but we're not here to talk about who's going to get 10th. We're going to nah. talk about who's going to win this fucking race.
1: Well, I want to talk about just quickly. You, you did challenge me to get these awards. So I've got the couch peloton. Like this is the daily Kaga. And then I want to wind up pogachar and say, if you win this thing, you get the grand Boomba. Like, don't worry about the yellow line. I'm going to get a yellow Jersey, like a kid's one. And I'll, put this around the Kanga. And you know how I think yeah. I mentioned last show, Aussies, we like to take credit for successful people that are like Aussies, but they're not from Australia. Like Russell Crowe, we all say he's mm. from Australia. He's a Kiwi. Mm. We just want to adopt you can either have him, the mate. Pog, the Rog or Geraint. Yeah, we can have him. But uh, honorary Aussie. And hopefully if they get the chocolates, who knows? You could see the Kanga up on the on the podium.
0: Mm i think will shut you down very quickly i've got pretty run a pretty tight ship when it comes to like anything that could be considered COVID um, threat. well no 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 not the cover threat more like commercial commercial stuff so if you what was it mm. 10 grand what was the story about the person got um you tell me they say they they had their own oh that was making, two down under Oh, is that down, down under
1: the, yeah, down under when they had banners, they had banned their own commercial banners, and they said no, this is property of the race.
0: But I reckon just for
1: kangaroos, you'd be all right.
0: I feel like I'll put- be all over that. I feel like mm. if you take footage, you're so in the in the Tour de France, you're not allowed to film. Like if you were making backstage pass, for example, mm. you weren't allowed to film any of the bike race.
1: Yeah, but this is all through SBS. This is SBS cycling. This is mm. like official broadcaster for Australia. So okay. I think we'll be Even sweet. Worse. Oh, man, I'll push yeah, we'll, it. We'll and then I've that. got, if you don't win the award, I've got like a runners-up Australia badge. So say you oh, ride of cool. the day, you get second or third. And then for the Aussie guys, I've got the uh, Australia France badge. That's a good one. Oh, that's, oh, good.
0: that's actually that's actually really cool.
1: That's, that's very good. Yeah. So just full <laughs> of How goodies. How did you
0: find that? Oh, I
1: went to this place, this warehouse... There's there was this old bloke there, and there's just boxes and shit everywhere. Like, you know, it's a dog's breakfast. And I was hunting around, and I saw these stray French pins. I go, mate, how many of those have you got out the back? I oh, don't know. How many do you want? I go, 50. He goes, yeah, no worries. Came out, and I got 50 of them.
0: Why do they exist? Why is there a French-Australian friend? No,
1: it must be like a diplomatic thing. They must have had functions over the years where they needed it because it looks very corporate.
0: Who was it? Um, I'm, cu- I'm just curious. Who who runs it, the shop with that?
1: It's called Wilmot Harvey. They do all like plush toys, and we used to see them for the kangaroo badges over the years because that's currency. So when you're over in France, you use these pins. So say you stay at a hotel, you badge someone. Man, you get free beers, free continental really? breakfast. But I've still got the from
0: a couple of Olympics, I've still got a big badge of New Zealand pins. that. Oh, I mate, you've got to milk that. Pins thing.
1: yeah, yeah. Their currency over in Europe, they love them. Don't know why. In well, Australia, you get a pin like go this. You go. Yeah. That's
0: right. Next, next time I go, <laughs> Mrs. kicks me out and sends me backpacking for a month around Europe. I'll take my bag of Olympic pins and see how far I get. Mm. Mate, you'll get heaps. Heaps. So, who who's your other outsiders? Because we're we getting sidetracked here. So, uh, I reckon. Um, if,
2: um, I actually did have an outsider in my head. And I've sort of forgotten now, but I, I think he that like he get a monster. Yeah. He's going good. Eh? I think, um you know, I I really hope we're going to see the pogachar Roglic show this year, but I think that I really think that Vingegaard is going to challenge a lot more mm-hmm. than Primoz potentially, you know, like, mate. okay, it's a big call. Let me try and, let me try and, wrap my tongue around this but like you think he's gonna stand think up he,
0: for himself a bit more like we be, be, like take longer to sell out for his teammate
2: than normal I th- I think he'll do his job I think they both will I think but he's I think he's so good this now he's so good now that there's yeah. there's no way that Jumbo can categorically say Roglic is our number one Vingegaard is our backup I think they're going to have to play and I think they will play a equal, two-pronged equal leaders, the equal leadership you know like, what is we're going to see how it goes
0: is that primos is such a nice guy and such a level-headed guy that we're not in store for a you know how like when you have two explosive personalities together you know you get Mm. like a lopez and a i don't know anyone else actually in the lopez situation and you just know it's going to make a great episode on netflix but like i feel like jonas and especially primos just such level-headed nice guys that they'll probably work really well together and it'll probably just be a massive problem for me and my team
2: it's going to be a Ooh. difficult one to manage eh? like you're going to have mm. to have um i was having this conversation the other day with somebody out training and there's a stage that we were talking about that you did at the dolphin where you started straight up the Galibier, and then you went at col de where fair whatever it's called and then the tour de france stage from my understanding then goes down and goes slightly different and finishes on alpe de yeah pretty That's much exactly th- just past where we finished another like 5k to turn up upwards yeah. so that stage is a stage where like if you've got Vingegaard and Roglic on um you know both close on GC and let's say Roglic is in front of let's say Pogacar is leading Roglic is second and Vingegaard's fourth or fifth but like at 30 seconds or a minute mm. mate if they go if Jumbo just went from the bottom of Gilbert, fucking full gas full gas made the a bunch to 15 guys straight away and then Vingegaard just l- launches you know, then that's that's the kind that's of exactly what
0: Jumbo did last time. They raced that exact same stage. Kroys yeah. went solo, went through the whole thing solo, and then got caught, you know, halfway up up to is or something like this. But for some time he was guessed um for some time was looking like you know, he put pressure on everybody. So that's exactly the kind of thing like you say. If they do that, you need a super strong team around or we need yeah. to be super strong to yeah, you gotta you gotta chase him down,
2: gb But do you know what? Do you know All what? Right. I'll flip the script, flip the script a little bit on that theory. Like the typical the typical on paper theory in that situation is that okay? Vingegaard's gone up the road. We need to Pogachar and UAE need to make sure we've got numbers around the Podman. We've got George there. We've got whoever other climbers you got there, and we're going to make sure we control the stage so Vingegaard doesn't go too far up the road. But Actually, the way these fucking guys race these days, Pogacar will just fucking follow Wiengegaard and then just go yeah. straight over the fucking and, top of him and away. right away. And,
1: and, <laughs> yeah.
2: and then jump over and go And well, you'll
1: be sitting in the back, George, going, oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> like, thank fuck,
0: he's going good. <laughs> <laughs> and then get back to the bustling day and be like, oh, I was on a good one. I like, you didn't need it. I was on a good one. <laughs> yeah, <would've> him. <laughs> you know, him. <laughs> That was nice. <crazy. laughs> Like, that, you, that's, 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 that's what i was talking to one of the boys about this the other day about how many times you dodge a bullet by like you're on an absolute shitter like you it's going terribly but like the you don't really like the race goes a certain way where you're so you're not exposed and you're sitting there going like nah, man mm. i was creeping like it might be like a great example is like when you're in the breakaway for example And you're the worst guy in the breakaway. You're just absolutely in trouble. And you're going, man, I hope this breakaway does not make it. Because, you know, like, then I'm going to get exposed in the final that I'm the shittest guy here. So (laughs) actually, like, you know, the break gets caught. And you're going, oh, I was on a good one today. Man, it's only gave us a bit more time, you know. And you're just in the bus going, like, telling the boys you were good. It's Just creeping. (laughs) Hey, what do you reckon of
1: uh, Ben O'Connor? I reckon he's a stiff top five. You
2: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He, he's he's consistent. He's consistent. Mm. Like, I think, you know, I think the difference between the Ben O'Connor of last year and in general, and the Ben O'Connor of this year is that, you know, you're going to get with him now. Like, Mm. I think that he would have to have a really bad day to not be a contender for the top five. Yeah. I, I I think he's, he's really consistent. Um, Every race he goes to now, he's good. So I think you know you're going yeah. to get with him. And, and if if you're an opposing team, you know you, if if you're UAE or Jumbo and George, you can correct me. Well, I on, am. Since You're in one of those teams. I um, am. And you've been in the I other. Those. You've, you've been a part of both those teams. So maybe you're more qualified to speak of this than I am. But um, you you might not look at Ben O'Connor as like this massive threat to dethrone you from the Tour de France. But he's certainly a guy you'd be like, let's not. It's not fucking. Oh, out. you wouldn't it's give him the space. space. Yeah.
0: No, you wouldn't give him. If he moves, and we're still, I'm still having to be there. Hmm. Of course, you're not going to go. Like I remember when we first gave, gave, and quite you know, didn't actually give. But we, when Pogacar first took time in 2020 on the parasoid and we were like, you know, we were he was still Primoz's little friend, you know, like we still didn't really understand quite how good he was and then you know we actually had no one else there and we were we the gap went out so quickly that we were like shit. okay well but it kind of looked like we had not taken the threat seriously and and I think he took 45 seconds on primos that day and then suddenly after that day we went all right now everybody on this guy this guy does not move I mean we couldn't do anything about it he was too good but the idea of that he started that race not being we, we were so focused on Ineos. We were all about um I think Bernal. We were only on Bernal and then Bernal was had back problems and was out mm. of the race after ten days. Yeah.
2: What about um what about Roman Bardet?
0: Yeah. No, nah, he won't go for GC. No. 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 Why not? not for GC. What
2: know. about what about again.
0: Jack Haig?
2: Oh yep. yeah. Hagee, actually. Another... Hagee was come he was on the way up in the Dolphin eh? Yeah. He's yeah, Hagee, definitely Hagee.
1: Man,
0: there's a lot of good riders. It can make me
2: nervous. Yeah.
1: What about Martinez?
0: Mm, didn't look as good, but
2: didn't look sharp in Swiss, though, But but I reckon
0: that's good. I reckon
2: that I, I'm
0: Nibali won the tour in two thousand fourteen after getting absolutely piped every single day in Dolphin. Mm-hmm. So you never I know. I feel like
2: I, I what mean, about I
0: used, me. I used to always be of the opinion that...
2: <laughs> Who? <Free> me <laughs> Is he right?
1: Is he right don't it? I don't know. I don't, know. I, don't
2: think, I don't think it's guaranteed, but probably.
0: Hey, I'll you tell you... We... You wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you would be surprised, <laughs> but you'd also be like, you know?
1: I'll <laughs> tell you, recent results that, geez, made my heart melt with Zold Dazzler. Getting up mm, yeah. and having a stage. And how good was that?
0: <laughs> that was Mate, pretty good. That was
2: nice. so good. Like,
0: that gave me goosebumps. And then yeah, um Debo came around. I watched a replay with him. And then I and we were both sitting there like, wow, oh, man. Just, it's a feel-good moment, eh? When when
2: he was. Yeah. Do you know what? I had dinner with him last old? night, actually. The, yeah, um, how was he? Yeah, he was bloody stoked, dude. Like, you think about what he's been through in the last five. Like, it, it was only a year ago that I was... You know, like I was around at his house effectively carrying him out of a bed into mm. a wheelchair to take him out and sit outside and have a coffee with me, you know, with broken mm. pelvis spent, after that How long did he and, spend
0: in hospital in the end? I remember it just it just went on and weeks. on. It was about a, oh, yeah. I think it was almost a month. It was a long I, time. I think because there was a lot of admin gone wrong and this and that. And I think he was in hospital for so three, three weeks, three and a half weeks.
2: So it was definitely there for a long time. But, yeah, it was a serious injury, and like obviously, but around when you have those injuries, there's always doubt about how how you're mm. going to come back, especially when you're a bit older mm. and um, you know you start. Did to you think,
0: see what happened to Faulkner overnight or mm. yesterday for us a week Just ago? His hip or something. But you know everything: shoulder blades, collarbones—really bad, bad crash. So that's man, I hate hearing that. In mm. in other race results did anyone catch tour of belgium yesterday yeah did <laughs> so again a week ago for the listeners tour of belgium they've got this they've got this thing called the golden kilometer so what it is is like pretty close to the finish of the race i think it's in the last 10ks they have 1k where there's three bonus sprints and each bonus sprint is worth a time bonus of three seconds two seconds one second if you first second or third and then um So in the GC, both guys were on the same time going into the last stage. And they got to the Golden Kilometer. And shit hit the fan in a big way. And do you see what, do you know what happened to start with? They they didn't really pick up on the commentary. Is coming into the Golden Lotto. So it was Wellens and Malra Schmidt, both on the same time. So they were both needing to get time bonuses. What Lotto did was actually super smart. They took the head head of the peloton. They put, like, four guys there. Wellens in third wheel. I think Arts in fourth wheel. Come through this roundabout. The guy on the front just accelerates. What was that? And then Campy just Sorry, sits up. Yes. Campy just sits up, lets this huge gap go. And then, you know, Quickstep are, like, pissed. That, you know, so they – I think Wellens wins the first sprint. And I then believe- Quickstep are so pissed that they just – um they they just what, box them. What
1: what are you doing, Bill?s <laughs> I'm
2: trying to, I've got they the video here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to share the video to you so you can put it up on the screen. But every time I click on the video to share it, it plays. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Okay. Well, I thought you
0: were uh, a pretty good picture. So so step have gone. You you assholes! You can't just drop the wheel, you know. And yeah. Lampy's just Lampe's just seen Red going up in front of Wellens and just hit the brakes. And then they just start coming from both sides in front of making like a Mighty Ducks flying V in front of Wellens and then just all putting the brakes on at the same time. Meanwhile, their, their guy going for the GC just boosted up the road. Just madness. Everyone trying to hook each other off the road. And the thing about this is like they get to the finish and they, they disqualify Lamparts from the race. But his teammate... Still wins the race. So actually, like from a team perspective, Lampart did an awesome job. Mm. But it's also like it's such a sacrifice to make because you taint your own image as a rider, and you do all this so your teammate can win. So is that not on one hand, okay, one hand you're seen by a lot of people as being the asshole, as being a dirty rider. But in the Mm. other, the other side of the coin is
2: selfless rider. You
0: are. The ultimate teammate. So this is the footage that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is when they've already dropped the wheel and quickstep is trying to come back. So, so this boom, is the first Wellins win. And then and, and, and Quickstep are all coming back because campy
2: just trailed them off, just done the old five man sit up, six man setup, setup.
0: Mm.
2: And then <laughs> So then Sinichel goes, attacks, and then here comes Lampard up next to, to Wellens. And, yeah, just- and boom.
0: And just starts riding them off the road. Here you go. That's into a form. Oh, five. Oh. See those little things on the side? Yeah. So, so there's the first step. And then the rest of the quick step guys come up. This is what's weird is Seneschel's still in front. Shell should have put the brakes on here and let Mauro yeah. take three, which was weird. I don't understand why he didn't do that. But then this is the good part here. So Seneschel's still up there taking time bonuses off his teammate, which I thought was strange. But then all the quick step boys now form up nicely in front of Wellens. And then they just put the brakes on. Here we go. Lampy and comes across. And Lampy. then the oh, that one, and box him in. And then just boxes him. And then see this guy here, he just pisses off and takes the seconds. Oh, See so oh. now when you
2: actually when you look at that, there's actually oh, these no are rule. Pack. The 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 yeah. the the forming of the barricade around um Wellens with the mm. there's a quick step quick for the listeners, the quick step guy in front of Wellens and then um, two quickstep guys on the flank of Wellens, bo- effectively boxing them in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually no—that's not against the rules. No, like it's not because you can actually you, you can ride where you want to ride on the road if, and within mm-hmm. reason. But what they're doing there is actually this—that's not against the rules, but it's against maybe the sporting side of. Like what the spirit can, of it, or whatever, the spirit of the of the competition. But I think what's ha- like, I reckon that the reason Lampard's been disqualified is because of the physical contact in the oh, first yeah. incident, the shoulder, where is... he's just yeah he's just come up yeah, and exactly. dropped the shoulder into Wellens. But if he hadn't, if he hadn't have made contact with him and they just formed that barricade, mm. you'd actually argue that he hasn't broke. They haven't broken any rules. They've just nah. they've, Yeah, morally, it's like uh, ah, yeah, you mm. fuckers. But like. It's yeah, like it's a pack a, of wolves
1: much. eat the carcass. Like
0: yeah. <laughs> the other thing is like Lotto also did the sit-up out of the roundabout. I mean, that's mm. the oldest trick in the book. But yeah. I mean, and you should have seen that coming, you know, when the when the guy who's going for the sprint is not the last man on the train, you should see the sit-up coming, right? And I yeah. thought I thought all of it was just quite just really quite interesting racing. And like the commentators were really having a crack, like, this is not right, this is wrong, rah, rah, rah. But I don't know if I was that – I wasn't that upset by it. I mean, do you know what I mean about how Lampart's there made such a big sacrifice to his image to be such a good teammate? I mean, he wasn't winning the race. It was for his teammate to win the race. Like – Yeah. I mean, I had the situation once, which I would never do again in hindsight, especially for, given the circumstances. So we wanted a sprint in the stage of the tour. And um, I was up on GC – and the breakaway had gone crazy start and we had Dylan we wanted to sprint and I was like right at the front trying to sort of block the road and then from behind me someone was like yeah right 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 you know like there was a bit of gap on the right and I just swung right and Chad Hager came straight through and I just put him straight into the gravel you know rode him off the road he actually got around me and got in the break which I'm quite happy about now and I remember thinking like, and I got a bit crucified for being an asshole. I ended up getting like a time penalty and a couple of thousand Euro fine and all this shit. And then, um, I was thinking like, I did that. So this guy, you know what I mean? Like I, you actually end up like, you get so caught up in being a teammate and doing the right thing for the team. Rah, rah, rah. You actually sacrifice more than just like your physical stuff. You like you're sacrificing your image or whatever yeah. to be, to be a good teammate and that's exactly what lampy did there to be such a good teammate but to get himself kicked
2: out of the race as a result mm. it's like the older argument yeah. there's always that argument about blocking the road you know like which is a mm. as when i say it's a common tactic i mean it happens in every single bike race where the leaders team or the two or the t- whatever teams are interested in you know controlling it for a bunch sprint for example they let the breakaway form and then once they're happy with the combination of the riders up the road then they block the road essentially, like from the left hand mm-hmm. side of the of the road to the right hand side of the road, just stacked with riders, so no one can get past. Like the only way past is to go into the grass, which you're technically not allowed to do. So there's no way for bike riders to get through. And then, then there's guys who have missed the breakaway who want to be in the breakaway and they're trying to find ways through. And there's frustration. They're like, "Fucking let me through! I want to go on the breakaway, but the roads blocked. Like there's always that. Like there is quite a lot of hold the left, hold yeah. the
0: left, that, yeah, that, like, that five one. guys. Lining up, pushing them, pushing them. And just, that would always
1: be yeah. the best opportunity for Biff when they, they try yeah. and block the road.
0: a but lot happens then. Yeah, a yeah. lot of birth happens there. That's a, that's probably the most when there's a guy trying to get in the brake and there's someone just literally blocking the road. That is when tension is the highest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah,
2: yeah. And people argue like, "Oh, you shouldn't be allowed to do that," but it's it's actually just a strategy. It's just a tactic. And yeah. you I can't like how how out? can you police that? You. You can't say, like, you're allowed to ride on the road. like All of a sudden, just because there's 20 guys riding next to each other, like, that's not against the rules.
0: I would do that again, but what I wouldn't do again is someone yells on the right, and I see that there's a half a meter of road on the right, and I just fucking turn Mm. right on this guy. No, you Um, can't do that. That's exactly like I
2: said in the last episode about what happened at Romandy. Like, Mm. if... If there's, a, if there's a free space of road, it's 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 for lease, for anyone. Anyone can go there. And was there any kickback
0: on uh, that? Yeah, I was going to say,
1: was it, what was the feedback like? People give you a bit more distance in the street?
2: No, we had a couple of comments. You know, I had a few people slide into DMs asking who the rider was, as if I was going to tell that, you know, just to go, oh, this list no. is more special than the rest. I'll tell you who it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a couple of comments of some people saying you're full of shit, like you're you're uh like in, in a funny way like you know you guys weigh 60 kilos you must have some good brawling skills if you think you're that tough kind of thing um, <laughs> but no 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 kickback just lots of entertainment people enjoyed it oh um, um, yeah, yeah. Right. so i' i'll right. try and uh, i'll try and get in a bit of a buffo next time yeah sorry. but you you're all set for the – you're all set Jamesy. you're off the yeah I've got it the only tomorrow. thing I've got to get
1: printed is a couple of um great rider shit bloke shirts We'll yep. get those. We'll pass Actually, we had that. a
2: bit of kickback from those. People love it. Like a oh, lot of people, right. a lot of people message. I said, "I'll buy one of them." No one's ever said I was. A, plenty of people have told me I was a shit bloke, but no one's ever told me I was a great rider. So I'll buy one. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Where it we pride.
2: A few <laughs> people also said, "Can we get it reversed? Can I have shit ride a great bloke?" It's always impossible. We do can do. Why not we get two options and you can yeah.
1: choose? You, you can, can choose, choose your
2: personality.
1: Yeah, you can't be both. Oh. <laughs> No, nah. <laughs> can't be both. <laughs> no, nah, doesn't exist. All right, so I'll get it, get some of those, um and I'll.
2: I reckon you know what? I would wear, wear
0: one shirt from February till October, and I would wear one, the other one, from yeah. October. I would I would ride the shit rider, good bloke, through December, and then That's in it. January you'd hesit- flip it. Like January, you'd hasn't hasn't like unpacked the like shit bloke shirt, and you're just like oh. Guess it's time to be an arsehole again. It's <laughs> <weird. laughs> <laughs> awesome. my friends to hate me and delete my mates' numbers for another yeah. season and yeah. start fights. Let Caitlin yeah, buckle fights. in for
2: the next nine months. Yeah. She's like, oh, that shirt's on. Fuck. Oh, well, it's I, been a good run.
1: I'm, I'm catching <laughs> up with um Nicky Strobel in Denmark and he's put in a request for a care package. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, you know, Tim Tams, whatever. Now he wants thick cut raisin toast, the tip top. <laughs> Mate, that's I'm just going to mold in about six minutes. That yeah, won't make it the... the supermarket without some mold on it. Yeah, but the plane's always pretty cold, so I think he's got a chance. He's going to have to toast it as soon as he gets in. Oh. The thick-cut cut God, raisin toast. Cat, cat, Isn't he a chef? Fighter? He's, a, yeah, he's a, as chef. a chef. Why doesn't he yeah. cook his
2: own fucking thick-cut raisin toast?
1: He makes awesome fruit, <laughs> fruit bread, remember? Yeah. It's his specialty. It doesn't beat tip-top the $3 loaf here, so... <laughs> I got to get that for it's him. It's a stitch up, hey? Yeah. So Oh, yeah. oh yeah, next right. time I well, see you,
0: James, you'll be in in vivo, no? In that's life. it,
1: mate. Yep. I'm seeing Denmark. I'll be whining. up. Avoid
0: anybody between now and then, and. Don't
1: worry. I'll Once be washing my hands. Days. I'll be I'll be keeping clean, bro. So.
2: What about um? Just quickly, want to touch on um the paper says a rock, incident at it's Tour Slovenia. A couple of days ago, was that yeah? yeah. Do, do you so for those who didn't see it um Pogachar and, and Rafa Micah basically went to Tour Slovenia and just absolutely fucking annihilated every other person in the bike race um <laughs> on whatever day they chose to do so and on this particular day which was the second to last stage the last mountain stage they rode away at the bottom of the last climb they went to the finish line together and they did paper scissors rock to see who would win the stage and Micah won the paper scissors rock, so therefore he crossed the line first and won the stage in front of Pogacha. But I have to say, the pessimist in me, or the pessimist, not, not the right word, but the, um, yeah, cynicist, me, cynical. The, the cynicist in me, cynic, is um, that it had Pogacha's obviously said, Do paper, mate, I'll do rock. Like he was always going to give the stage to Micah. Do you know me. what I think
0: even might have happened, which is pretty funny, is that I think Pogacha might have gone for a box. You know, like knuckles and Wrath has just gone paper I win. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's smart. That's good. Yeah. Well you deserve the stage win for outsmarting him.
0: On the cameras. Yeah. On the cameras. Okay. Knuckles, not paper. I'm gonna start That's doing it. everybody gives me mean, knuckles, just just paper, paper. Just, <laughs> just grab the hand.
2: Well do you want me um, to,
1: do you want me to bring any veggie modest and in the Nova, George? No. You, You're all you good?
0: A Kit Kat, that milkshake flavor Kit-Kat, that's what I like. All right. Or that Cadbury Milk Twirls, just give me those. Oh, Cadbury Twirls? The Cadbury Milk, you know? The...
1: Oh, the top deck ones, the milk chocolate yeah. in Twirls. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Don't bring anything. So those, just, no. For those of you out
2: there that no. are thinking Jonesy's, Jonesy's... You know over promising and going to massively under deliver by asking every single person he knows in europe whether they want him to bring something over i can tell you firsthand and categorically jonesy will deliver on every single one of those promises oh, i've yeah. never met a guy i have never More met generous. a guy in my life who's been so willing to give things to people and the and and the way it makes him feel makes me feel good i've yeah. got is a this is like I've got yeah. a Michael Jordan singlet from him. I've got a Colum- uh, a um, Brazilian, Brazilian fucking T-shirt or something from the Soccer World Cup. I've got a Hawthorne Hawks full get-up training and playing kit. I've yeah. got multiple things from jo- – I've got a Bose sound system in my lounge right that now. That actually makes Jones me think, what, what me? the
1: fuck have you given me? I think you pitched yeah. me golf clubs as well. <laughs> what,
2: your golf clubs? <laughs>
1: Dude, you what have you ever given me?
2: Shame? You gave Some shit. The golf clubs, the golf club story is quite good. So Jonesy, when Jonesy left Girona into 2018, he had a set of golf clubs, and he's like, oh, I'm not, I've got golf clubs back in Australia. I'm not going to pay the excess baggage to get them home. Um, so he left them here and flew back to Australia, and then he's like, oh, I'll sort it out later. You know, I'll pick them up, or get them sent over, or something.
1: I think I said, could you bring them over? And he said, no, nah, no worries, bro. Yeah,
2: and then so then Jonesy said to me, he's like, Oh mate, fuck, I've got a golf clubs. I don't need those golf clubs. Do you want to buy those golf clubs off me? And I said, well, they're here, mate, so I'm not going to give you a cent and I'll keep using them until you come and get them. <laughs> so your negotiation. Yeah, shit ass. Yeah.
0: yeah, do you want to buy them off me or what happens if I say no? Yeah, exactly.
2: Right. <laughs> Gave me an but opportunity. Actually, I don't actually have them, to be fair, Jonesy. They're at Andy in house and I haven't seen All them right. since you left your owner.
1: Mm. All right.
2: You, yeah, All the best. See you in,
1: in Denmark, George. Denmark?
2: Yep. Yep. So the next episode will be on the uh, second rest day, well, the first, traditionally, but the second rest day of the Tour de France, we'll do a recording. Yep. And um, hopefully George will be able to join us, but we won't uh, put no, the pressure on him.
0: This is gonna come out a week before the tour. Mm. Oh yeah, the you're right. yeah, you're right,
2: you're right, you're yeah. right. Second okay.
1: traditional rest day.
2: Yeah. Um, um, yep. Hopefully we'll George will be able to join us, we won't, we won't put the pressure on you, because we know it's a yeah, the day, but, but we'll um, see we'll how we see. go. If, if you can drop in for 10 minutes, that'd be much Yeah, be, I'm sure we'll appreciate it. Mate,
1: right. I'll just get a quick grab with you if you can, not come on. I'll, I'll be yeah, pestering yeah. you most days, we'll, we'll mate. Yeah. Well. Okay.
0: Yep. All right. And we Easy. we
2: promise, we guarantee and promise that we will have Pogacar on that episode. Um, yep. <laughs> or maybe his local butcher or someone who knows him anyway.
0: Yeah,
2: someone. <laughs> and they're,
1: they're sending me merch samples this week, so I'll be wearing those. Yeah. So we'll be all ready to go.
2: Beautiful. Like, share, subscribe. Too easy. See you guys.